What's up, Kingdom Builder? Welcome back today. And we're going to talk about how to not miss your signs of your business breakthrough today. And we have to understand that God works through certain cycles and patterns and principles that if you follow them, then you're going to be able to align with his will. But so many times that we miss them as well. So if that's something that interests you, be sure to subscribe to my YouTube. If you haven't already dropped this, plus a ton of other cool things. We also put this on our podcast, by the way, if you're more of an audio person. And share this if that sounds like something interesting to you. And good morning, everybody. It's going very well. And I don't know if any of you struggle with this, but who struggles with the questions in your business of when's it going to happen? How is it going to happen? You've been persisting, you've been praying, you've been hoping, you've been dreaming, and you might see a little bit of fruit here and there, but it's not the big breakthrough that you're looking for. And I believe that there's some principles that the Bible says that if we are aware of what to look for, then we're going to be able to double down. And in fact, I think so many times the breakthrough is right around the corner, but we're three feet from gold, as the saying says. I want to share with you a story of a good friend of mine, Todd. Todd, he is one of the top money earners in our business right now, in our company. But this person, if you look at his business now, he's like him and his wife, Ashley, are just crushing it. They are number one in the world in terms of growth. I mean, their teams are exploding around the United States. But it wasn't always like that. You see, Todd had been through a really troubling time. And I wonder if you've been through a troubling time. If you're going through a season of testing right now, put a one in the comments below. He had gone through a company that went through some crazy legal stuff. And it was seven years before he could really actually start to market and promote again. After that started to happen, it's like he would earn some income. His business would grow sometimes. But one bad situation would happen after another. And it almost seemed like it was impossible. But he kept on praying. He kept on hoping. He kept on persisting. And what happened after that season is it wasn't a big downfall. It wasn't a big, a big rush of business. He connected eventually with a person that you would have never thought would have amounted to too much in their business. And nothing against this person. But he talks about the story. He met somebody that was a truck driver, somebody that wasn't super connected in their business, somebody named Walt. Got Walt started in his business and he continued to persist. Well, who would have ever thought that Walt would have led to a person named Robin? And Robin was somebody that in her first 100 days in her business made $50,000, pioneered and stirred up a whole, whole like, uh, in, inspiration, a whole movement in the company that now with Todd and Ashley have brought them and their team to a completely different level. Kingdom Builder, I believe in our business, there are principles that God has. There are seasons of breakthrough. There's a cycle of breakthroughs that we have to know what to look for because I believe that many of us are missing it. I'm going to open up into the book of First Kings chapter 18. And there's some principles in here. I'm going to submit to you three things today on God's cycle of breakthrough. And I wonder which part you are at. So 1 Kings chapter 18, we go through the story of Elijah. Elijah was one of, I, I kind of imagine, um, I'm a big Marvel movie fan. I look at Elijah as like a superhero almost, right? Almost. And he's just like, 
he does some crazy things. If you ever want to be empowered and encouraged, read through Elijah's stories. But what happens is this. We open up in 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 1. Now it happened after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, go present yourself to Ahab and provide on the face of the earth rain. So the first part to a breakthrough is God gives you the promise. You start dreaming. You get an idea. You get a thought for your business. You think, where can my family be? What can we become? What kind of organization can we make? You get inspired. You get this vision. You get this dream. Don't we know that our spirits are created, are connected to God's spirits? And don't we know inspired ideas can come from God? Every single good and perfect gift comes from above. So the first part of the cycle is you get the promise. In fact, if you have a promise in your life, in your business, a dream that keeps on coming up, something that you know you're excited about, put a two in the comments below. Because God gives dreams. It says that those that delight in the Lord will get the desires of our heart, meaning he'll give you ideas. He'll give you dreams. He'll give you a vision for you, your family, your business. The first part of the cycle is he does give a promise, right? And awesome. So there's a promise that's given. Elijah gets a promise. Basically in the land at that time, there was a mega drought it had to rain for years. There was a crazy famine. Maybe in your life, you feel like there's a famine in your business, in your finances. Maybe you feel like things have not been producing, but there's a promise that things are going to get better. So number one part of the cycle is there's a promise. But before the promise even starts to get fulfilled, the second part of a cycle happens, which is the test. The test. And don't we know, Kingdom Builder, none of us like this phase, do we? But we know it, right? We hear those sayings, the testing is before the blessing, and um, it happens. So if you continue to read through 1 Kings chapter 18, what happens is Elijah starts to go up and he's going to go confront Ahab. Now, if you know Ahab, Ahab was known as the most ferocious, worst king. He had walked away from the Lord. He was killing the prophets there. Like this guy was just wrecking all different types of mayhem, right? So it's like if you went up to Ahab, you'd be committing a death sentence. So what happens is this, is that Elijah goes in the face of fear and he confronts Ahab. And if you read the story, Ahab is not exactly buying that Elijah's word is going to come true. So if you read through the story, this is what happens. First Kings chapter 18, verse 12. He goes up to Ahab. He delivers the word. All right. So. Da, 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 da. All right. So they're scared because what happened is Ahab and Jezebel had killed a ton of prophets and now Elijah's going to go straight to the person that killed all these prophets, right? All right. So I'm going to scroll down. Da, 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 da. All right. So Obadiah met and went to meet Ahab and informed him. Then Ahab went to meet Elijah. When Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is this you, the cause of disaster to Israel? Right. So here's Ahab, and he is calling out Elijah, basically saying, 
you're to blame. Now, I'm not you, but you get a promise and you go into a season and you start moving forward to the promise. And who here has ever been through a season that things that seem unfair start to happen to you? Right. Put a one in the comments if that's happened to you before. It's like things that are not of your making, you get blamed for perhaps. Things happen in your family. Things happen in your business. Things that are unfair perhaps start to happen. The testing season, there's many things that can happen this. Perhaps it's unfair things. Another thing that happens is this. Many huge challenges. Things that seem insurmountable. So Ahab tests Elijah. He's not, he's not sure if he can trust this word. And this is what happens. Elijah is against. One prophet goes against. He says in 1 Kings chapter 18, Now then send orders and gather to me all Israel and Mount Carmel together with 400 prophets of Baal and 400, 450 prophets of Baal and 400 prophets of Asherah who eat at Jezebel's table. So homie is one versus 950, right? One versus 950. Another test. Have you ever felt like you've been in a place in the face of your promise where there's insurmountable challenges, where the circumstances seem absolutely impossible and you're outnumbered, you're outclassed, you're outmanned, outwomaned, right? So here's another test that starts to happen. But in this test, here's the principle. Every single testing Every blessing, there's a testing first. In that test, how do we overcome the test? Are you holding true to the promise? Are you holding true to what God's given to you? Don't we know that greater is he that is within us than is he that is in the world? Elijah did not back down in the face of man's pleasing man. He doubled down in the word that he got from the Lord. During this time, this testing period, we're being rooted. And the biggest thing that God's looking for us is where do we put our faith in? Where do we put our faith in? Is it to God, the one that gave the gift? Or is it to the things that are going around us? You can read through the rest of 1 Kings and basically Elijah passed that test. Another test that then comes is this. If you don't know that story... Elijah ends up actually beating out all those prophets because God shows up in a powerful way. But even then, it's not done yet. Remember, the promise was there's going to be a heavy rain on the land. So he passes by these tests. There are betrayals. There are denials. There's insurmountable challenges. But there's one more test that happens. And here's the part that I believe a lot of us miss. So what happens is this. Elijah starts to pray. And at this point, he then starts to see that rain is going to start to happen. 1 Kings chapter 18, verse 41. Let's read through this. Now Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of the roar of a heavy shower. So are you believing the dream? Even when you don't see it, you know that we have to see it before we see it in the physical. So Elijah still persists with the dream. Elijah still believes that this is going to happen. Kingdom builder in the toughest of times, are we 
able to believe in the dream that God's given to you. There's the test. All right. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, but Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. He bent down to the earth and put his face between his knees. You know what he started to do? He started to pray like crazy. It says in James chapter 5, the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. During this testing season, this de delay season, are you praying effectively? Are you praying fervently? It says that Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. Earnestly. Earnest prayer is not just, hey, God, I hope that this can happen. It, it isn't this polite, like, hey, God, if, if it's within your will, like, all right, that's cool. It's an effective, fervent prayer. Are you praying like Elijah did? And this is what happens. He said to his servant, go up and look towards the sea. And he went up and looked, and there is nothing. Yet Elijah said, go back seven times. See, Elijah kept on getting tested. But in this other test, it's called the delay test. Kingdom builder, with your God-given dream and your business and your life, have you ever felt like there's been a delay? Put a three in the comments if that's ever happened to you. What do we do in this time? Persist in fervent prayer. Persist in sowing good seed. Persist and expect that the God of the universe that cannot lie, that if he gave you a word, he gave you a promise that his word will not return void. See what happens. When he returned the seventh time, he said this, behold, a cloud as small as a person's hand is coming up from the sea. So here's the final part. You get the promise. You get the test. And then you don't get a windfall of success. You get a little first fruit. You see, what Elijah got was this. He was promised heavy rain. And what he saw first, though, was this. Behold, a cloud as small as a person's hand, is coming up from the sea. A small thing. You're praying. You're persisting. You get that first little sail. Little. You're persisting. You're working. You get that first and that next recruit. Todd and Ashley, who I was talking about before, were persisting and fervently praying and working, and they were able to enroll a Walt, who they would never have thought would have led to too much. Kingdom Builder, this is the part that I think a lot of us are missed. I believe many of us, we believe we have a promise. I believe many of us were persisting through the test and passing it. But I believe we're missing this part because God gives first fruits. He gives the first little bit. It's like he teases. He gives you a little sign, a little snippet that won't seem like it can lead to much. That little cloud that Elijah saw, how is that going to be heavy rain? But he saw just a little bit. But see how Elijah responded. This is how we must respond when you get that first fruit. Elijah said, go up and say to Ahab, harness your chair horses and go down so that the heavy shower does not stop you. Kingdom builder, when you see that first fruit, are you expecting it to be the big outpour that God's promised? Elijah saw that little cloud and said, that's a heavy rain. And he kept on going. Meanwhile, the sky became dark with clouds and wind came and there was a heavy shower. 
and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. Then the hand of the Lord of Elijah was, was on Elijah. He belted his cloak around his waist and outran Ahab to Jezreel. Basically, Elijah ends up outrunning Ahab on a horse. Kingdom builder, when you get the first fruit, there's a promise, there's a test, and then there's the first fruit. That sign of the first fruit, are we ungrateful for that first fruit? Are we wondering and asking, when is the breakthrough going to happen? What if the breakthrough were already here? What if that sale, what if that sign, what if that first little cloud, what if that next recruit, what if that next one, that next $10 profit, what if that were the sign that the breakthrough was already here, but we have missed it? We wonder, when's it going to come, Lord? What if God's saying today, it's already there, but what I need you to do is to double down. What I need you to do is to run hard. What I need you to do is expect that the rest is coming. In that time of the first fruit, are we responding like how Elijah did? And he said, there, that little cloud is that huge outpour. Let's go. Not about you, but that's the part that gets me a lot of times, especially in our entrepreneurial journeys. We work, 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 and then get paid a little bit. We work, 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 get paid a little bit. And in those seasons, it seems impossible. It seems really tough. It seems not worth it. All, all, all hell's breaking loose. Tests are coming. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting paid enough for what it is that I have. But Kingdom Builder, don't you know that if it was a God-given promise, and if we've gone through the testing season and we've been planting deep roots and there's finally that first little fruit, it's like a seed that starts to sprout and it starts to break ground. Don't judge the plant by that first sprout. Know that underneath the ground, because you've established a deep root system, those days when you were crying, those days when you were rejected, those days when you were wondering, those days when you're praying fervently, that when that first sprout comes, just know right below it is a bunch more fruit. But what do we need to do at that time? Sow better seed. Pray more fervently. Keep on doubling down. When you see that first fruit, run and move, knowing that the promise is already here. And I believe if we are able to discern the signs and the cycles of God's breakthrough formula in your business and in your life, you're going to be able to react and respond in the most proper of ways. So Kingdom Builder, I hope this was encouraging. I know that this is something that for me gets me down a lot because I want a lot right now. But I know that God leads us through these testings and these cycles so that we can trust in him more than just ourselves. So this encourages you today. Comment on one below. And if you're not yet subscribed to my YouTube, subscribe there and also my podcast if you like an audio because we put this plus a lot of other great content there for you as well. And let me end this with a prayer today and let's receive this word from the Lord. But dear Father God, thank you so much for the story of Elijah. Thank you so much for this ability and this opportunity to gather together in your name, Lord. You say that your word will not return void. And today, I just want to pray against any weapon formed against you because we know that it shall not prosper, that I know that we have 
sisters and brothers here today, they've been hoping and expecting and dreaming. Lord, you see them in their quiet times. You see them when they're by themselves. You see the tears that they've sown while they've been hoping and expecting. You've been seeing their works that they've been doing. You've been seeing their faithfulness, even when it seems like things are not yet clicking, Lord. And today I just want to pray that you uplift them, you encourage them, that you give them a promise today. They renew their strength. Now we can soar like eagles once again, Lord Jesus. We thank you today that you've been given us, you, you've co-partnered with us. You've allowed us to be able to bring your will on earth as it is in heaven. And that you've given us your word, you've given us you, you've given us the Holy Spirit to be able to walk alongside us, to be able to carry the good work that you started with us and that you will complete through us as well too, God. Today, Lord, just be able to have divine impartations of wisdom, divine openings of opportunities, divine doors to, to open. I just pray that there's an outpouring of blessing and prosperity today, that those that have seen some first fruits, that they can see that not just as a little first fruit, but they can see that as the orchard, as the harvest, as the downpour, as the huge rainfall that is already along the way. Lord, help us to see things how you see things, not as we see things. We see things only physically, but help us to build the, the vision to be able to see things the way that you see things. Lord, you're able to see since the beginning of time. There was a seed that you planted even in the garden itself. You said that one day there would be a seed that would come into this world. It would knock down the kingdom of this world and reestablish a new one. You planted that seed all throughout history. And eventually that seed went into a baby that was born into a manger. Miraculously through the womb of Mary. Miraculously implanted by the Holy Spirit. And you planted that seed of hope in a person named Jesus. In a God who loved us so much that you sent the promise to that little seed. And while the world did not understand that seed and rejected that seed, you gave us that seed that eventually was able to be hung up on a cross for all of our sins, to save the world, to sanctify the world, to reclaim the world. We thank you for that sacrifice that any single person that confesses that Jesus is Lord and that he is God and the son of God himself, that we're saved, we're sanctified, and we're given and empowered by the Holy Spirit to live a renewed life, Lord. If anyone today has not yet opened up their life to Jesus, then we allow them to have that opportunity right now. We thank you, Lord, that you saw this since the very beginning. And we thank you, Lord, that you've allowed us to have seeds of dreams and visions and thoughts as we do today, God. We thank you. For this empowered life, we thank you for this word today. And I thank every single one of our brothers and sisters. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, guys, grateful to have you guys on here. If that impacted you at all, be sure to share this, subscribe. At the same time, if you like more information, and if that's your first time of praying that, by the way, let us know. You know, that'd be cool. If you'd like some more information, by the way, I've put together a pretty cool book called The Miraculous Breakthrough Formula. Um, if you're seeking a deeper, closer presence with God, this will really help you with that. You can check out the links in the bio, links in the caption below. But I hope this blesses you. And I believe, brothers and sisters, that we are here today. And if you're listening to this message right now, it means that there's a God-given call in your life. And continue to just seek out him and allow him to work through your life.
because I believe our greatest testimony for his kingdom is by what he's, uh, he's doing through us. He follows principles, follows his precepts, then you're just going to see how life's going to work. But super appreciate that heart. Thank you so much. Other than that, God bless. Have a 